Welcome to Say Less, the podcast with Andia Ashardi, a space for open dialogue, connection, and elevation. Discussing taboo and relatable issues through the eyes of millennial women. Say Less, baby. I'm Shardy. I'm Andia. So we're back again with a different podcast. <laughs> you guys are probably like, what the hell? But anyways, we've decided to make this podcast to create a space where we as millennial women give our honest opinions, experiences, and thoughts on topics that are quote-unquote regular and taboo. Mm-hmm. We've broken the first season down into two parts. The first part will focus on lust, love, relationships, and everything in between. Absolutely. So today's episode, we'll be talking about situationships and lust. Say last. Say last, sis. So um, let's get into it. Yeah. How would you define situationships? Oh, Lord. Um, for me, a situationship is basically a connection with somebody that does not have a definition. So I often find situationships to be like where you might be sleeping together or you might like each other. You might hang out with each other, date each other, but there is no expectation for what's going to happen. There's no, there's, there's no, there's no end goal. You know what I mean? Right. No progression. Yeah. 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 What about you? How do you um, define? For me, I would define situationships as kind of the same thing, where you're doing everything like a relationship, but there is no strings attached. Mm. There's no emotional commitment. You one up, one person's definitely gonna catch feelings, no doubt. Look, but there is no, there's no form of commitment. There's no form of progression. There's no like end goal, like you said, and there is no promise. Truthfully, um, it's just an agreement where you're gonna wine and dine me, you can have sex, um, but anything else when it comes to commitment and feelings attached and the love part, I don't think that's in, to- in the definition of it, for me at least. Right, okay. Kind of just having fun. I get what, it. One person, like you're picking one fish to have fun with, but you don't wanna commit to, to that fish. fish. Right, and so I often find like, especially in this generation, you have a lot of people who are in situationships yeah. with the hopes of being in like relationships. Definitely. And so a lot of situationships that I hear of are people that are doing relationship type stuff, but again, there's no commitment. And then the moment that you start talking about commitment, it's kind of like, ooh, well, I'm Maybe not ready yet. For, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't wanna settle down yet. You know, different things like that. And yeah. I think that our generation definitely has commitment issues. <laughs> you think? Because I was just going to ask you, like, do you think that shipu- that's tribulation, tribulation, <laughs> situationships um, are used as a scapegoat or um, they're used to avoid being hurt in real relationships? Um, is it love or is it lust? Like, what is the difference? I, well, that's a heavy question, truthfully. I think it's a combination of both. It depends on the person, the individual themselves. So um, you can have some people who use it as a scapegoat in the sense that they like this person. Mm. They're not ready to fully commit to somebody because, you know, they've still got little ting-tings on the line and <laughs> the flattening and things like that. They're not ready to commit. So they're going to string somebody along. And most times the other person is like, well, I'm, I'm interested in you too, so I'm going to go along for the ride right. without actually realizing that your ride has no destination, baby. Right. Like you're going to continue in the same... Um, circle of life right um i will say that it can be a void to sorry it can be a way for people to avoid being hurt again mm. um personally i have done situationships to not being hurt <laughs> you that, and me both exactly because you you've experienced heartache and pain so you're like you know what to protect myself and guard myself out 
I know what I'm signing up for, mm. and what I'm signing up for is not I'm not going to get hurt because I can pull away whenever I want to. So it's kind of a form of control. It actually is. So in my experience, I have been in a situationship that was always in the back of the relationships or actually sometimes I want to sit down and think of some of the places that I've been in the last couple of years or mm-hmm. a, a couple of situationships because in reality they I knew that I wanted to be in a relationship but I didn't know what it took to be in a relationship yeah. I knew that I wanted to feel love but I didn't actually know what love was say last I actually like no but seriously like sis if I think about it there's been so many moments where I thought that this was what I wanted and it actually wasn't yeah. but in reality that was like the beginning of a situationship or dating you know mm-hmm. and and I feel like I spent a lot of time running away from a lot of the hurt that I felt, whether it was past relationship trauma, generational trauma, or, you know, my inner child screaming for something, that I got into this space and expected to turn a situationship that I really, when I think about it, didn't want to be a relationship into a relationship. Yeah, it happens. It definitely happens. And I think that's when the second part you ask them to do lost in love i think they start off as lost because to me lost is a sheer attraction that you have for somebody right when you act upon it it can potentially turn into love if feelings and emotions are invested in it but i think that's the difference we end up being in situationships where there's just this purely love we have lost sorry we're having great sex well you know i'm getting to go out we're getting wine and dine you know um got all my cake and i'm eating it too but then it comes to a point where you have to think about, like like you said, do I want more? Right. And then wanting more, that usually comes from your brain telling you that you love this person. Mm, well. But it's like you, you love the idea of them because they're presented in the situationship, but you don't actually really love them. Well, let me just... One thing I'm going to tell everybody is your girl has finally understood and changed her definition of love. I think that when I look back at a lot of places where I've been, I've been like, I love you. I actually really didn't. Mm-hmm. Why? It's because I've been reading a book called All About Love by Bell Hooks, and she basically defines um, love as a choice, less of an emotion. Mm-hmm. So, like, growing up, I thought I loved somebody, or I loved my parents, or I loved my friends because it was this strong feeling. But when it came down to really making the choices out of out of our relationship or friendship, it was never 100% directed at their best interest. It was always myself, yeah. which ended up hurting them. Or at times there was abuse or there's times there was disrespect. And what this book is teaching me is that love is actually a choice. So like I'm choosing now in my relationships to love to to, to love this person. Yeah. I'm choosing to accept this person. I'm choosing to do this. So I actually think that a lot of our relationships, situationships were all lust-based. Um, Definitely. I, I agree. And because you're making a choice, everyone has a choice. You're actively choosing to settle for a situationship. And this mm. kind of weaves nicely into our next point where I want to ask you, why do you think women settle for situationships? Is it because that their standard of real relationships is that way? That they just put up with anything because they want to feel loved? They want to feel attractive? They want to feel wanted overall? Okay, so the only person I can speak to speak to for myself speak to is myself. Yeah. Because let me tell you, I accepted a lot of situationships because I didn't actually know what my real standards of relationships were. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was less about me not feeling like somebody else could give that to me and not feeling like I knew and it was more about my own self. Mm-hmm. So 
I actually did not have the courage to decide what hurt me. I didn't have the courage to, to actually act on and say stop hurting me. I couldn't I couldn't even tell myself how to care about myself. So how was I expecting a partner to do that? And so I took on what somebody gave to me because I thought that I cared about them or loved them. And now when I'm looking back at it, it's just because I didn't have the standards. Yes. I, I know that when it came down to how I was treating myself, it was on the same level as the situationships. So I wasn't checking in with myself emotionally. I wasn't regulating my own emotions. I wasn't, I attached my self-esteem to how other people viewed me. I wasn't spending time with me. I wasn't self-caring and not just do my nails and get in the bath, but self-caring meaning taking Channeling care of myself. Your mental, exactly. your mind, body, and spirit. When I was anxious, I wasn't talking to my inner child and asking my inner child, okay, what do you need right now? And instead of sitting down and saying, I'm going to give that to you, I expected that to come in a form of my partner. Yes. So I think that women genuinely settle for situationships. One, because they don't have the real standards or don't have the knowledge yet mm-hmm. to be in a real relationship. And two, also sometimes situationships work out. So if I'm a very busy person, if I have things that I have to do and I don't have time to be in a real relationship, just having the company of a person and being in a situationship can work. Yeah. As long as I know that that's what it's about. I'm not there anymore. I don't want a situationship. Leave me alone. But I feel like there are some people that can handle that. You know? What do you think? You have encapsulated my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> You've literally just taken my points. Say less, <laughs> I can piggyback off of you saying that I was in a place as well where I wouldn't say I didn't know myself or had the work on the healing. I mean, we all have to work on healing. But I would say for me... It was more so I didn't know what I expected to have in a man. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I thought I knew what I wanted based off of what other people were telling me I should have. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I then settled for a situationship because I'm like, well, based on what Paul and Susan telling me I should have in a man, I'm not finding that where I am. So mm-hmm. I'm going to settle with just dates and things like that and the emotional companionship. I was in school from 16 in another country. So it was always nice to come home and have someone that wants to go see me, just take you on a date, do this, that, and the next. And I was quite content with jumping on the plane and leaving. Right, okay. So it, for me, it was, like you said, the emotional connection, yes. And having someone who I thought understood what I'm in school for the purpose. Right. But then, you know, being in a situation that turned to relationships. And they turn to relationships, it's a whole Yikes. Whole game. Yes. And they don't, the last understanding about my schooling. So when I look back at what I put up with situation wise, I, I'm like, why? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because, yes. um, I don't know, I lost my words, not how to even describe it. It's <laughs> just like, what was going on with me that I felt that I had to put up with this? Yeah. Like, okay, it feels good to be desired and things like that, but if you can't understand my purpose and what I am working towards and you cannot respect that, why did I give you the time of day? Well, you know, here's my question. When it comes down to a situationship, mm-hmm. how do you even know that you're in a situationship? And so why I'm, why I'm asking that is we've already defined it, uh-huh. but when you're in the moment of it, you never look and you're like, damn, I'm in a situationship until yeah. you're already in a situationship. Yeah. So, like, my question is, is, like, when you're, when you're entering into a space... How is it that you can direct it from situationship to relationship? How can you tell where it's going? You know what I'm trying to say? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I got a little personal. 
My relationship's all about the situation, my current relationship. Mm-hmm. I told that man from jump, hey, when I leave in September, I'm going. What you do is nothing to do with me. What right. I do is nothing to do with you. Right. And he was taken aback. <laughs> he was like, what do you mean? I'm just like, well, we're not in a relationship. We've been going out on dates. We've been, you know, going on these long romantic drives and everything like that. But I'm not committed to you and you're not committed to me. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Um, and guys, please, this is the first time that I've ever asked or we've ever talked about this. Do you think that you defined it as a situation shit, but in reality you were just dating? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because his the look on his face, I can still remember looking on his face. I tell you when he was at work. I was like, listen, I leave in a month. I said, just have respect enough to tell me that you're going to do whatever you want to do. Yeah, because sometimes I'd be hearing you talk about this situation ship, and I'm like, you was dating the whole time. What are you but talking about? For me, is that from, like I said, always doing long distance, you end up classifying these quote unquote situationships or dating as situationships because it's like, when I leave, that's on you, boo. You want to be loyal, then you can let me know. Let me right. know what's up. But right. nothing was said. We was going on dates for like two months before I left. So I'm like, well, we're just in a situationship there. Yeah. That's what's going through my head. Yeah. And then the shift happened when I was away. Right. I didn't see it coming. No one planned for it. And I think that's the biggest problem with situationships. Well, you're calling it dating, whatever you want to call it. There was no, we didn't have an end plan of saying, well, this is the person I want to be with and you're my boyfriend and I'll be your girlfriend. It was no end game like that. It just naturally happened that way. See, and that's why I'm wondering, like, and this is this is what I'm asking you, like, based off of everything that we've experienced, because you've been in situationships mm-hmm. before, before this, think of, like, what a situationship is versus a dating relationship. Because you already know that where I'm at right now with these person that I'm dating was a whole situation shit. I I can't. Mm, this is hard. <laughs> it is hard. This I is said. Hard. I see. I'm telling okay, you. I so thought that I was good. Let me let me try to articulate myself correctly. <laughs> For me, dating someone is you come together on a common likeness for the person, and you. You're already friends, but you want to take it to the next level. So you progress with going on the dates. But the issue is when you're dating someone, like for myself, I did not realize that I was dating my partner because situationships are clouded as dating these days. You mm. feel me? Because remember, when you're dating someone, you're not committed to that person. Yeah, but here's my question because there's a lot of people like, I, it's hard for us to realize because we're not these type of people, but there's a lot of people who are dealing with somebody and they're, they're going together, they're going to get food together, they're, they're spending all this time together, they're laying off watching movies together, they're chilling, watching TV, watching Netflix, booed up, having sex, right. and then the man says, or one of them says, no, we're not together, we're just chilling, we're just, you know what I mean? And then when they start to, when they start to, like when a girl starts to say, oh, well, you're talking to her, it's like, yeah, well, we're not technically together. Well, then maybe you need to speak up about it because if my partner never speak up about what he wanted, <laughs> that's, and that's it. I think that's the key thing right there is to speak up. And if you, I can't speak to anybody else. From my experience in situationships, I already knew what it was. I'm jumping on a plane. I'm leaving. You know what right. I mean? Um, nine times out of 10, I ended up being my boyfriend, but I was just like, malt type thing. So I always had it in my mind that, anything can happen but that's for me the next person i'm not sure and i think that because situationships and dating they kind of parallel each other when you're doing these certain activities like movies dates Netflix and chill you're having sex things like that it can confuse it but i would honestly say the best thing for you to do is to speak up absolutely because Lord. i made a bunch of things to my partner that i'm not your girlfriend and i laughed 
And when I was away, he started doing boyfriend things. And I didn't have, I never questioned it. I never asked about it. Because I said, if you want this, you're going to speak up with your whole chest. Yeah. I'm yes. Yes. Yeah. Me either. I, I'm, not, I'm not asking the man what ever, it is. Ever again. I promise it. you. Like, I promise you. And I think that is one of the biggest things that women don't do, don't realize nowadays is like, if you have to ask your partner what it what what, what is this is. you, already know, you what know, know what it is and so i think that that's why it's very important that a man steps back and he understands that if you're leaving room for a woman to ask what it is you're doing baby. something wrong or you're leading number one or you're confusing the situation oh my gosh so Look, I, if i have to ask a man what it is like it's not it's not it it's not and but we know the thing that also irritates me as well is is for a man if I'm if, if okay for example if we're if we're chilling and I feel like yo we're not going anywhere I don't know your true intentions we're not dating we're not doing anything then as a man you have no there is no right you have no right to sit back and ask for loyalty or you have no right to sit back and to to question where I'm at and what I'm doing honestly that's the most brazen part of situationships it is because it's like you obviously have this emotional connection because you're having sex and I don't care what anyone says sex is a soul tie you are connecting with that person and everything else that connects with it before you so you're gonna have that emotional connection to a certain degree not saying it might be where you're in love with the person but you're gonna have some type of connection where you feel indebted to knowing more details than what you should be in a situation it doesn't matter who i'm talking to if i'm getting on other dates things like that but the problem is is that we confuse situationships with exclusivity exclusivity comes from dating and relationships period look until until a man says that we are together don't confuse it I do not confuse stupid. it. Let me tell you. Do not confuse it. And that's the number one rule about situationships. It is. Until a man says to you that we are together and they actually put it down that we are together. We are not. We are not together. And you cannot be out here cooking for that man. You could do it if you want to. But me personally, I'm not bending over backwards and giving you wife type um, materials in life. If we're just screwing and you're taking me on a date here and there, you cannot identify what you want from me from the first couple weeks of dating me you are wasting my time Mm -hmm. i am not getting any younger and from what i have been through i'm gonna be transparent about what i want period and if i'm not you know transparent enough for you then baby ask me and i will let you know what i want from you i think that's the biggest problem is that because we want to hang on to something for longer than what we should when situations have run their course instead of letting them go because you're afraid of loneliness you put up with people's bullshit and let and me tell you we are not doing that in 2021 yes. 2022 or 2023 we're not we're and abs- we we are letting men lead us now you are you have to anything is a man was designed to lead i don't know if you're your christian religious universe whatever they are meant to lead and mm-hmm. that man knows what he wants from you but if you are allowing him to have the call the milk the cheese, everything in between, you cannot expect him to respect you enough to be like, well, I'm going to buy you instead. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. So, with all that being said, do you think that situationships have the potential to flourish into relationships? Yes. Not dating. <laughs> I'm checking you with that one. <laughs> Not dating. But, like, real situationships where you're chilling for a man for a amount of time, you're not for and chilling, you're being together, you're going out and you're seeing each other, but... That man has not solidified your relationship. Yeah, my last two relationships were situationships that turned into they not not the one I'm in now, but like my two exes, they were situationships that turned into relationships. Mm. They were. And it wasn't from me saying that's what I want. It was from him 
letting me know that's what he wants. And I thought, you know what? I'll give it a gander. I'll try it out. When you, I, I saw the clear red flags of what I want and don't want. Because I feel like when you're dating someone or in a situation with someone, you can see what you like and what you don't like. But the problem is that we're so caught up in the good loving, if you know what I mean, wink, wink, that you, you kind of, you hide everything else. Look. So then you end up dealing with it. And funny enough, when I end up moving back to Bermuda for one of my exes, that was situationship first, I couldn't run on the plane and hide anymore. I couldn't go in another country where I can ignore you and turn my phone off and not deal with you. When I moved back home, that's when I literally said to myself, I cannot be with this person anymore. Absolutely. I can't do it. Absolutely. And, you know, of course I was hurt because he was a very good friend of mine, but I was just like, I can't be with somebody like this. No, uh-uh. And I think that's one of the most amazing things or one of the things that we as as women have, have are starting to realize is that, or women, I think that's what, a lot of our friends are realizing that because not everyone's the same, right? But we're realizing that we can actually be in a relationship with somebody and say, I don't like this. And I'm not going to put up with this. For us, a lot of the people around us, is they don't settle because they want to be with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, you can love somebody or you can have lust for somebody or you can really care about somebody, but if they're showing you that things are just not it, then we we as women have been able to say, yes. we've been in this relationship, we were building, I can't do this no more. Say less. And cut it off. What I'm learning is that love and care are the bare minimum in a relationship. Period. I think I think care is a is a bare minimum, but love is a choice. Not I'm realizing I, that I, it is a choice. It is a choice, but it still is a bare minimum for me. True. Because what I am learning is that love is a feeling, and it is a choice you're making to still love this person. But you can make up any day and change that choice. Therefore, it's a bare minimum for me. For me, I'm going off of can we have a stimulating conversation? Mm. How was your communication? Mm-hmm. What was your childhood like? Because being someone who has studied psychology and child and adolescent mental health, everything like all your issues as an adult stem from childhood. What was that like? Have you had healing? What were I don't really care about much of past relationships, but where did you go wrong? Have you grown from that? Yeah, agreed. So agreed. Can we have a disagreement and in a healthy way? Agreed. Now, don't get me wrong. It's times where I fly off the hangar because I have suppressed how I feel about certain situations. So when I go to approach it, my approach isn't healthy. Mm-hmm. But I'm checking myself because that's emotional abuse when you act like that towards your partner. So mm-hmm. I'll be able to disagree in a mature, adult, healthy mm-hmm. manner and then move forward. Can we agree to disagree? Can we compromise? Because the way I am and what I have been through and my life experiences and my past relationships do not mirror yours. Therefore, is it okay if I say, well, babe, I would appreciate if you were to text me more if you're not a texter. Mm -hmm. And he can be like, you know what, hon? I'm not used to texting in relationships, but because this is what you like, I can compromise and meet you halfway. Absolutely, absolutely. The issue is that people expect when you're in a relationship with somebody that they're supposed to change wholeheartedly for you. You can't. You have to love somebody for who they are. You have to care about somebody for who right, they are. Right, right, right. And they're presenting themselves absolutely. to Absolutely. And so that's why for me, like, for me, like, now as I'm getting older, I'm, rac- I'm recognizing that love is really a choice. Yes. And so when I say, like, care and taking care of me, maybe that's the same thing, and oh, that is not enough. I need the love, the choice. So I need you to choose to exactly show up every day. You don't have to show up 100% because we all are going through our shit. But you have to be able to communicate. You have to be able to 
and okay not perfectly but in a way where we can work on it you you. have to be open to wanting to repair it you have to be open to knowing that there's a beginning a middle and an end but even more than that like since the last relationship that i was in my biggest like questions for somebody now is number one when you're going through something what are your vices Mm-hmm. So I do not need to be anybody who, when they're going through something, escapes it by drinking, smoking, or or suppressing it. <laughs> no. Next is who are your mentors? So when it comes down to the leadership as a man, who do you look up to? Because if you're sitting here telling me that you look up to some celebrity, I don't want to hear it. If you're sitting here and you look up to your football coach, okay, cool. What type of person is he? Yes. If you're looking up to your ace boys who are doing the same thing as you on your same level, I don't, don't want to hear it. And I think that is very important. And then the last thing is how how open or how much have you actually dived into the person that you are? Thank you. So like Shaw said, is we are all a product of the traumas and the experiences that we have been through as people. So my question to you is, how conscious of you are the, of those things and how open are you willing to work on that? Yes. Because if your automatic stance when it comes to therapy and when it comes to healing is, I don't want to do that. I'm not, I ain't talking to, to nobody. We have nothing to talk about because there are going to be periods where we're going to go through things and we might need to sit on, on a therapist's couch and have a conversation. Yep. Or there might be a period where I can't get through to you, you can't get through to me and we need somebody to mediate. And that doesn't mean that our relationship is failing. And that doesn't mean that you're any less of a man and that I'm any less than a woman. What that means is that we don't have the tools to get through this right now. Let's build them. Thank you. Look. Thank you. Thank you. Look. Like in the beginning of my current relationship, I assessed where I went wrong in previous relationships. Right. And from the beginning, I let my partner know what my non-negotiables are. And I Mm. asked him, what are his non-negotiables? That's a good question. And it's important because you know why? Because we, before you even fully divulging or getting into a serious in-depth relationship, you need to understand what this person will not tolerate and he needs to understand what you will not tolerate. Because if you don't understand those common things, you will always be in bloody water. Absolutely. And the other thing I need people to understand is that adult relationships in this time period are very complex. They are ever-changing. And if you are still saying you're the same person that you were in um, previous relationships, then you haven't grown yeah but if at the beginning of our relationship you have not grown absolutely at all and so that's why you know now that i'm really thinking about it situationships they can work to a certain degree if Mm -hmm. it works for you but i find now it's a way to it's a way to it actually is a way to abuse and use people yes because there are women who are posting up cooking taking care of somebody hoping that that person is going to choose them when in reality that person hasn't even chose themselves and so the place that i'm at now is i am not i can cook I can clean and I can do the things I need to do, but I am not going to be presenting that in the beginning parts of a relationship. And you want to know something that I've learned through the space I'm in now is when you're dealing with somebody who is real life, they don't even want that. Period. They don't want some, they don't, they're not, and maybe this is, maybe I'm just, maybe not everyone's like this. I don't know if you can agree. I can but agree. Not, you might, you might present to this person that you're dating, oh, I want you to cook for me. No. I mean, I, sorry, I want you. I, I want to cook for you. And they're like, wow, can't they push back a little bit? They're not really mm-hmm. there because 
that type of intrusiveness, that type it's of intimacy. It is, but it's not even even not even intimacy. It allows you to. It's almost like a a, a pick me, pick me. Yeah. And so if you're dating somebody, I don't feel like you need to put all your tricks on the table. As a woman, you need to pick me, pick me. And I'm finding that a man that is trying to not win you, but let win you is going to slowly get there. Thank you. Slowly open up. You know. You know I love to cook. People. My partner and I used to work together. They know how much I cook. I never cooked that man a meal until January of last year when I was the, the night before I was leaving to catch a flight to go to London. You know why? Because I'm not doing that type of stuff anymore. I'm not settling to words. I'm like, well, I'm going to cook for you. I'm going to clean for you. Yeah. I'm going to give you my most intimate self. No. I'm not doing that. No. I'm not. And what I respected is that he knew I can cook. And he never asked for it. Look, not even never asked for it, but then also oh, when it came to your stuff and when it comes to your boundaries, he doesn't cross over no. boundaries. And that's something I can appreciate because I've always been the type of person in my past spaces where people are like, oh, let me let me drive your car. Oh, let me do this, let me do that. But to be in a space where somebody's just like, let me show you yep. is a different experience. It is, it definitely is. And he was like the perfect gentleman. He still is. You know? mm -hmm. And I appreciate the fact that he understood that I was in school. He was understanding of how I work now because I have a job. He was supporting when I wasn't working. He was there for a bunch of different phases in life and never switched up on who he is. Right. And that's what I thoroughly appreciate because we spent time. Now, he was there in all the hints that he wanted more. But when I was away, I said, you know what? We only started dating in like July. I left in September. I want to spend a couple more months getting to know you on a friendship dynamic Look. before. So when I came home that Christmas and he started wearing the ride around to his friends, I'm with my girl. I'm like, who's this girl? And I was said nothing to him. But when he asked me, I said yes, because I felt comfortable enough because he wasn't pressuring me. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't not it was easy getting and it should just flow into it wasn't like well why you not asking to be your girlfriend yet or like why why you not um asking for more yet it was never like that it was just a natural progression yeah and i think that's the thing that 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 makes us realize that we may have been looking at, at relationships and situations wrong. because I used to think the faster, the better. Yep. We, we were dating, we seen each other, we're chilling and we like each other and we want to be with each other and now we're always around each other. Definitely. And I'm going to tell you that's exactly how you lose yourself. That's exactly how you lose your place and that's exactly how relationships don't get to flourish. Yes. And, you know, I just want you guys to understand that what we're saying is that situationships are not wrong. It depends on you. Just how we have said that love is a choice dating someone being in a situation with someone is a choice mm -hmm. and the only thing is that you have to look within yourself and be like okay am i gonna settle for this right now because i'm not ready for a relationship or am i settling because i really like this person mm -hmm. and then that's if, if it's the latter then you need to ask them okay listen we've been doing this for a couple months now what is the end game are we working towards something or is this all it's going to be? And if they say this is all it's going to be, then you then have to you know. then look at yourself and mm -hmm. be like, well, am I going to pop this much longer? Yeah. Or am I going to leave? Because you have the choice. Everything is a choice. Exactly. Don't think that because you love somebody, have lust for somebody, great sex with somebody, that you have to stay. It is a, even a relationship. You do not have to stay. 
it is a choice every single day. Every time. But then I think one thing that I'm also realizing as well, because for somebody that moves re- relatively fast when I get into relationships, is also understanding that you and your partner or you and the person that you're dating could have the exact same emotions. Mm-hmm. You just move differently. Yes. So, for example, my need to always be around you may not be his need to always be around me. Mm-hmm. But as long as he's taking care of the things that he needs to take care of and his showing that he does care and he is, he is moving in a different way where he's trying to solidify it, that works. Definitely. So that's sometimes something that you you kind of gonna have to figure out in a situationship, dating, or even just a relationship in general. Yeah, I kind of want to give a little takeaway right now because you know me, you went to school for therapy stuff. <sighs> I want you guys to write down a list of your non-negotiables. Oh my goodness, that's a big list. I just write them down, and then if you can, marinate on them and think about your rationale, like what caused you to have this on this list. And when I mean non good, I don't mean petty stuff like you gotta have good hair. I mean pure qualities mm. that you want in a in your partner. Oh my goodness! And what's funny is 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 actually shot. I actually wrote down a non-negotiable, 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 non-negotiable. <laughs> I wrote down a list, and it's funny because, I'm like I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. I. It wasn't. A, it was. It was less of non-negotiable. But it's like, what do I want in my partner? Yes. And as I'm now looking, the person that I'm dating ticks off some of those. Mm-hmm. But then I can also look at some of the ones that he doesn't tick off and decide rather or not. You I can accept it, it yes. or not. So there are some things that I'm looking at, and I'm like, I don't know. And there's some things that he has on there where I'm like, okay, it's not on the list, and it's I like that. So you can you can pick and choose, Definitely. and I think that's what people don't even understand. Don't. Women, you can choose who you be with. You can. Like you you just because a man you like a man doesn't mean you need to be with him, and just because he's a cool person doesn't mean you have to be with him. Like you can actually handpick. You see a man that you really like and with good qualities, if you grow up and mature and go to therapy and take care of yourself, you can be with the man that you always felt like you could never be with. Yes. You can literally, I want women to know, you can be whoever you want to be and you can be with whoever you want to be. It just takes some self-reflection. The other thing I want you guys to do is to journal why you think you have allowed yourself to be in situationships where there was no progression. If you're in a situationship now, analyze it. And I mean truly analyze it. To whereas when you go to have the conversation, because I hope that I'm encouraging you right. to have the conversation with that person. Right. To go in and say to them, listen, this is how I'm feeling right now based on myself. How are you feeling? Because I feel like if you're in a situationship, you should be able to have these types of conversations. Mm-hmm. And you should. And, and you don't, I don't want you to have an anxiety based on what their answer may or may not be, you need to be transparent with yourself. So please write your non-negotiables. Write how you feel in your current situationship. Write how you feel when it comes to the love and lust. Is it are you in love with this person or are you in love with the idea of this person because of the potential it may lead into a situation I mean a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think you guys really have to just marinate on that. You do. And in doing that you will realize where you stand as a woman and how much healing and growth you have to do as well as what types of qualities and um, wants you want in a man. Absolutely. But please identify what you need in a man. It's all fine down to what you want, but there's a big difference between a want and a need. What are your non-negotiables? What are your necessities that you are requiring this man to have? It can have, it can be two things and everything else can be something where he can grow into it or like you said, 
he doesn't have it, but something else you like about it. You well, know what I mean? Well, here, I'm going to jump off and say, I'll give you two of mine for next. I'll give you three of mine. Mm-hmm. So my first one is an emotional safe space. So I need to be able to come to you and talk to you about anything. Yes. And you, yes, there may be moments where you're like, okay, what the hell? But it has to be an emotional safe space. I also need to be able to come around you in that safe space and be vulnerable and not think it's going to be used against me. Because nothing is worse than when you are dealing with somebody or you're in a relationship with somebody and you have emotions and they are not validating them. You don't have to agree with my emotions, mm-hmm. but you have to be able to say, okay, I see, I understand why you would feel that way. Yes. I agree, but I feel like we're now leaning into episode two, which is going to be in more depth about relationships in general. So if you're in a situation, now really, <laughs> really analyze yourself and what you want and require and your non-negotiables for a man, as well as how long you're able to put up with a situation for. Absolutely. Because the only person that can tell you that is yourself. Do not let people cloud your judgment. Or even our opinion saying that we won't do these things anymore, cloud your judgment. Because if this is what works for you, then continue to do it. Because that is okay. Right. We're not judging you. But from for myself, I don't, I want, I don't want another situation. I don't. No. I, I promise you, I'm way too ill to be in a situation. And like when I say way too ill to be in a situation, I mean, I'm looking at the type of life that I want for myself and some mm-hmm. of the things that I want to figure out for myself. And I just don't have the time. So it, if you're not, if I wouldn't say if you're not serious, but if you don't have some sort of understanding about where you want to be then it makes no sense trying to hit me up it just doesn't make sense i'm also like unavailable to be honest but you know just saying what i was saying (laughs) but i get it like situationships and loss it's a sticky thing and it based on you we've given our opinions this episode but now we want to give you the chance to drown about it meditate about it do some mindfulness whatever you have to do to figure out why are you allowing yourself to be in this space? Are you completely okay with it? And that's the case. And that's okay. We're not judging you. But we want you to just do some thinking, a little bit of a, like inner healing to see why you're putting up with this for so long. Well, here's the thing I really wanted to also discuss before we go mm-hmm. is I really want to talk about lust and what lust feels like. Because I feel like a lot of people confuse love and lust, Definitely. like we were saying before. And like, I'm going to be honest love really we as we're saying it's a choice but love is so within so like for example to have a have a love for somebody is to choose to take all that emotional turmoil turmoil and deal with it inside before you yes. lash it out on your other the other person before you take it on the other person mm-hmm. like i found in moments where i i realized that i was in lust my emotions were volatile it was like highs and it was lows it was oh my god i'm so happy i love this person oh my goodness like it was just it just was it was like the greatest feeling in the world but at the same time there were also moments where i was like mm, i don't know and see I think lust also has a lot to do with your ability to care about that other person. So, for example, like, who who are you choosing? Yeah. When you're in a situation, are you choosing yourself first? Or are you are you putting your partner's thoughts in there? Like, what, you know, what do you think? I, I agree. Um, I think for me, lust is very much the thrill. It's very much the, um, the desire, the endless wants for that person. Where I feel as love is more peaceful. Um, I have been reading more like about like you know love in the Bible. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love casts no judgment. Love forgives. Um, and I really believe it. True, really. Mm-hmm. Like that's what love is. And um, I don't even want to describe it properly. Like I think you have to do some more 
growing and realizing and thinking to define what you feel love is but for me love is bringing somebody peace yes love is peace within myself oh my goodness and choosing a partner who adds to my peace who that's adds what to you my yes i'm not saying that every day is going to be like well peaches and cream because you're going to have disagreements yeah but at the end of the day despite how we might feel in the, the moment of our disagreement we are still choosing love over everything. Grace. Lord have mercy. Choose grace. Yes. Like. Oh my God. But see, even in love, like before we get into like relationships too much, mm-hmm. but in love, you choose grace yes. before you choose self. And I feel like that's what people don't understand is. Agreed. Oh my goodness. I have to tell people but this. We are, I always <laughs> tell people choose grace. If you talk about relationships, I say choose grace. Literally choose grace. But we're going to end this episode here because we're starting to get into relationships. (laughs) That's what episode two is on. I'm also hungry. We are hungry. (laughs) Got some food. But um, we hope you guys like this episode. We hope that you have some takeaways from our own experiences and that you really do pull out a journal and start prompting. I think we should give journal prompts in every episode. We can. A little therapeutic piece. Okay. So I'm going to let you go off on this one. Like, what would you say the fresh journal prompt for this episode should be? Fresh general prompt for this episode is to, all right, let me think properly. It's two parts. First, I want you to write what you define a situationship as. Second part is look within yourself and ask yourself this question. That's all right. <laughs> ask, yourself, ask yourself this question. Why am I allowing myself to continue to settle for situationships? That are your those are two journal prompts. So your first one, can't remember what I said. Let's go for the second one. Okay, my bad. I'm doing it on the spot. We just thought <laughs> second one is why am I allowing myself to settle for situationships? That is your journal prompt for this week's episode. And take some time. Don't race it. Literally make it as many pages as you want. Mm-hmm. Go back into your very first relationships. Literally look at everything up until now. And then ask yourself, why are you allowing yourself to settle? But yes, we hope you like this first episode of Say Lastly Podcast. Yes, we hope you do. Um, Today, actually, if I think about it, we dove right into it. We do. Um, maybe, like, it would have been nice maybe to do, like, an intro of who we are, but we feel like people know who we are. Yeah. And I feel like over the next couple of episodes, moving into the rest of season one, you guys are going to get a better understanding of who we are and what we do. But we just decided to jump into it, and Definitely. I'm glad we did. And then, like, at the Instagram and stuff, you would see more um, about us. We could do, like, a little bio, if that makes sense. If you don't know who we are, but I'm pretty sure you do, Bermuda's the AB. But, <laughs> like, um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed our space, our opinions, our thoughts. We were truthful. Rather you like it or not, this I'm standing my truth. I'm being yeah, honest. Yeah, honestly. And so I just, a disclaimer, like she's saying, um, like Shar's saying, because I hear people be like, she, like, she, who is she? <laughs> no, but, like, disclaimer, like, we are not saying that our opinions are facts and we're not speaking our opinions of facts we are speaking as though we have been in this situation and what works for us it does not now if my ace girl comes to me tomorrow and says hey i'm in a situationship i am going to support 100 percent and i'm going to not even judge because it's not a judge in place it's being in a situationship is not a negative thing i literally told my ace boy this yesterday Mm -hmm. he was venting about the relationship and other people have gotten to his head, too many cooks in the kitchen. I said, you know what advice is? Advice, if you're not going to a therapist who's unbiased, advice is based on that person's morals, belief systems, experiences, and feelings of your situation. Exactly. When someone is giving you advice, it's based on what they would do 
and they're not thinking about what you would do. Therefore, when you ask for advice or you are venting, it's best to tell somebody, can you please be a sound board? Yeah, it is. Because unsolicited advice can get into your head. And mess up and your mess whole up. situation. Let me tell you, when well, I'm not going to get into this today, okay? But be mindful, like... I have been in a space where I let a friend list, uh, I let a friend's opinion of something based on her experiences almost rack my relationship. Yeah. I would never do that again. I just have to say that. Period. But <laughs> yes, guys, we hope you enjoyed Say Last podcast. Of course. And catch us next week for the epi- next episode. Of course. Say last. Say last. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed our content. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at SayLassiePod. And also subscribe on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. See you next week.